Funk Dog exclusive. Hey everybody, we're back. This is Bay Bay Baseball. I am Tyler Hall. And I am Clayton Improta. Um, yeah, we just we want are Bay Bay Baseball Podcast. Yeah, and we're back, back at it, episode number two. Uh, no, it hasn't been too long since our first episode, but we wanted to uh, kind of get an episode out there just to kind of talk about uh, our backgrounds with baseball and whatnot, just to, so you guys can kind of get to know us a little better. I Bef- think, yeah, absolutely. Bef- and also maybe a podcast where we haven't had um, four full glasses of Chardonnay and ah. Pinot Noir, but... You know, this one might get a little less lit, um, if you will, but we just wanted you guys to get a feel for, uh, you know, sometimes we might fly off the handle if uh, we get some information um, that maybe, you know, we feel a little uh, anxious or excited about. So, uh, anyway, sorry, Tyler. Tyler Tyler had a whole breakdown this week. Uh, he, he, he was emailing me. Uh, all week he's like, oh, I got trying I got, to keep I mean, it on the rails. The fans, they're 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 hitting me up. They got all these questions for us, uh, and I was like, wow, there's fans. Um, but you know, it's well, part- I, yeah, I mean, I think if you take out us and our moms, I think we had several <laughs> listeners Thanks, in the past Mom. week. Um, <laughs> several uh. listeners, but yeah, no, we did, and uh, I really appreciate everybody who tuned in and gave us great questions about when we were we're now on streaming on Apple. And on Spotify and on, you know, 20 other different streaming platforms um, that Anchor uh, puts us through. So thanks to Anchor for setting up a nice and easy app for us to use. You're the best, Anchor. Uh, Hopefully you get us some kickback for that. Um, (laughs) For that quick promo right there. Uh, I don't know. How do you want to start this off? So, so, you know, I mean, let's just get down to, like... Who are you as a person? Who, who, who you know, am the, I? Yeah, you know, just tell the, tell the folks that maybe like uh, where you grew up, all that good stuff. I, I constantly ask myself that. Um, no, I, uh, I I I'm not a uh, from a mon- or from a baseball town from Montana, Missoula, Montana. Uh, many people know that here in California, it's a pretty uh, popular liberal oasis in the middle of Montana. The common joke is uh, Missoula is only 15 minutes away from Montana. Uh, it's a college town, liberal oasis, but they have a uh, some cool teams. They have the American Legion team, the Missoula Mavericks. That's um, we'll touch on this, but is that the the first game I do remember going to was watching American Legion baseball, and I think nothing um, really inspired me more than that in the sense that watching players that you know they're seventeen, eighteen, and if you're eight years old, you know those players might as well be you know thirty to fifty years yeah, old. Yeah, but yeah. you know people to look up to, people to watch play the sport, and uh, and just be excited to be out there and on the field and um, and yelling and 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 screaming for uh, for your team to win. So. You know, those are my youngest memories of baseball and just playing in Little League. We didn't have uh, school leagues, so uh, I played for Stewart's Root Beer, um, you know, uh, and we played against uh, Farmers Insurance a lot. Um, So those are, you know, my two memorable memorable teams growing up. If either of those companies want to sponsor the podcast now, we're we're all ears. Please, uh, Stewart's Root Beer um, would be preferred, but uh, if it's financial, I'd rather have Farmers. But, you know, anyway, we're moving on past that. That was my kind of like little league experience, and then uh, since nineteen eighty seven, the uh, Missoula Osprey have been in Missoula, and they're, uh, um, they are the, uh, uh, I guess double A affiliate. It's not something. a du- no no they're they're uh, they're, like they're, like they're the lowest team. semi yeah that yeah and they're uh, they're an affiliate of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, so they're like a rookie ball team. Yeah, it's a rookie ball team, and they um, they've been around since nineteen eighty seven. They came out of the they were the Lethbridge. Black Diamonds, um, you know, trivia word of the day, where is, Leth- where is Lethbridge? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
Anyway, they uh, they were the Osprey for a really long time, ever since I was growing up, and I loved watching the Osprey play. Um, most notable player, of course, would be like uh, Paul Goldschmidt came out of there. There, um, Gerardo Parra. He's out of the NL. West, <laughs> exactly. You know, but I, you know, got, had to love that Cardinals team. I mean, they had Pujols, Goldschmidt. What a what a great team to watch. And that was that was a long time ago, but uh, I've always you know just kind of stayed on the sidelines, watched a few teams here and there, and I guess the Mariners were my closest team. Um, I mean, of course, Ichiro was on there my entire childhood, and yeah. um, and he really goes in, into some of my in my favorites that I've ever watched. Um, he actually comes in at number two, um, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, but you know, the I, Adam Mazula, I mean, you had some cool people come through. You had Gerardo Parra. He's headed to Japan next year, but he maybe sharks swimming across the Pacific. He's done a little stint here and there, and notably with the Giants and the Nets. And now he's going to be the what's the they're the Giants. What's the Japanese? Uh, Another Yom, trivia question. Yomamuri Giants. Yomamiro? Yomamiri? Yeah. Yomamiro? Yeah. You, you give me that name, listeners, and uh, we'll see. Yes. <laughs> see the next. And uh, Adam Eaton, too. So, I mean, you had a couple good uh, Nats come out of that come out of that nice. league. Um, so, it's a uh, it's a fun, I mean, they, they were a fun team to watch most of the time. I mean, you had a couple good all-star players, but the other half of the time, I used to actually work for the Missoula Osprey. And... Uh, most of the times you'd see the players sitting out behind the dugout eating snow cones, which uh, <laughs> may have had something to do with their record. Um, but most recently, um, this is uh, last year or two years ago, they changed their name to the Paddleheads. Now, naturally, even being in Montana, you'd think Paddleheads, that was the, uh, that because you, you people love rowing or canoeing, yeah. you know, they're Paddleheads, I'm a, I'm a Paddlehead. Apparently, it's a name for a moose. Wow. And I'm, you know, the antlers. I'm, they're big paddles. I, I, you know, guess. I, I guess it kind of makes sense, but I have, have. When's the last time you heard a moose called a paddlehead? I know uh, there aren't many. I know moose the first and time was mooses. about thirty seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even hear about moose down here in California, but they're uh, they're fairly common up in the in the Montana state. But uh, well, fun fact about me as a young kid, my uh, one of my nicknames was moose because. So making the the. So if anybody wants there. to tweet. Paddlehead Tyler. <laughs> so, geez, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, so. Anyway, so yeah, Missoula's got a long history. They had the Highlanders, the Timberjacks, the Osprey. There's a there's baseball teams going back to the 1920s um, uh, over over in Missoula. So it's a it's pretty cool um, minor league history uh, for for baseball. And I I just always grew up enjoying the sport. So uh, anyway, yeah. Sweet. Well, yeah. I'm I'm born and raised here in Northern California. Uh, grew up in a small town called Shingle Springs, up near between Sacramento and Lake Tahoe on Highway 50. Uh, grew up, you know, just always playing ball. Played a lot with my cousin. I have a, a lot of cousins on the same street. We have a big extended family, and we were all we had about eight or nine boys, probably within about four or five years of each other, spread across multiple families. So we just played a bunch of uh, baseball together. You know, little league all the way through. A few of us played in uh, high school. That's about where we uh, we burned out on the uh, physical talent <clears throat> scale. Yeah, yep. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah, I've pretty much just been a, a baseball fan for life. I remember going to like my parents' rec league softball games when I was a kid. Kind of similar to you with the American Legion kids. You just see these adults or adult-looking people playing. You're just like, this is awesome. I want to do that. And so, you know, I started. I actually skipped t-ball because I knew all the rules too much, and so uh, they didn't want me like yelling at the other. Yeah, they didn't want me like yelling at the other kids when they wrong, run the wrong direction or anything. So I, I waited a, a couple of years and uh, started with the coach pitch and just played all the way 
all the way through there. Um, and then, yeah, stayed, I was up in SAC all the way until about seven years ago, got a job down here, uh, in San Francisco, came down to the Bay. Uh, but I got tri- that's, that just an indicative of Bay area, you know, how, what it's like to live here. Tell her that that's a, that's a two and a half hour, three hour commute. Yeah. The first like six, five, six months I worked down here, I was still living up in SAC. <laughs> so I would, uh, I'd spend a good five, six hours a day commuting five on a good day um but yeah uh so now i'm I'm, you know even growing up i'd go to about 10 games a year with my dad he loved it because at the stick we would do the dollar bleacher days on sunday he'd be like you want to get box seats or something no i want the the dollar bleacher seats out by barry so saved him some some cash back in the day (laughs) and then uh, you know living here now i go to man upwards of you know 30 35 giants games plus a few uh A's games and plus a couple on the road when I can sprinkle them in. To be fair, he goes to the A's games to get jerseys signed, not for you know actually. I have had it. good luck. <laughs> I, uh, w- I went to one to get Sergio Romo to sign a game used jersey yep. for me, um, and then I have a uh, buddy who plays uh, some big league ball, so I go whenever he's in town. Went to go say what's up to uh, one Hunter Pence when he was in town. Uh, last year, uh, I said what's up to him. I don't know if he heard me, but you know. But yeah, I, I usually go to A's <laughs> games to uh, see some ex Giants play. But uh, go. I one. I actually saw uh, Shohei Otani's first game on Easter uh, a couple years back. Uh, that was fun. Um, I I dislike watching Shohei Otani anytime he's up, but you know that's that's just <laughs> my prerogative. But um, I, I I absolutely great player, but yeah, no, yeah. I can't can't, um, can't I won't enjoy him. So one other thing we we kind of had we've kind of talked about some of the first games we remember going to. My first major league game was actually at Angel Stadium. Really? My uh, dad grew up in Huntington Beach. He's one of six boys, so we were down visiting one of my. Uh, and he's uncles. not an Angels fan. No, he he was growing up, and then he he's lived up. In he Northern. learned. Yeah, he <laughs> the wise he corrected ways. himself <laughs> and uh, became slowly became a Giants fan. So it kind of sucks. He he was a full on Giants fan by the time the Angels won in the year that will not be talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, but yeah. So we were down visiting. I was like three years old, down visiting my cousin and my uncle. So my dad, and my uncle decided to take me and my cousin to a game. And basically, we just spent all game wanting to go to the top of the stadium because you could see Disneyland from Anaheim Stadium. And so we just wanted to go up to the top so we could see the Matterhorn. I have not been to Anaheim Stadium. I'm hoping to go this year. Uh, but uh, Big I, A. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, hey, there's only one Big A. And there's multiple of them. A's. Anyway, no, so, yeah, the Halo. The Halo Stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. and then first Giants game was when I was about four. Uh, have some pictures of it. Maybe if I can track it down from the parentals. He remembers every play. put that up on uh, <laughs> put that up on the Twitter. And then the the first game I actually remember going to big league wise was a game at the stick. It was about ninety, eighty nine or ninety. I remember they were playing the Astros because I had a cousin who was about four or five years older than me. He was just stoked to see Craig Biggio play, and that was back when Biggio was still a catcher. So, uh, yeah, I just remember going to that game. It was a night game, cold as hell. Uh, Will Clark hit a home run. Um, and, yeah, the rest is, is history. And the rest is history. Well, um, uh, you know, let's just give a quick rundown. I mean, since we're talking about childhood, and we'll just bridge into the uh, talking about players, uh, top five. 
top five players, your so, favorites. So I'm going to just go Giants only. Ooh, we can, lucky man. We can branch out if we want, but for me, so my top five, and these are not necessarily the best players. These are my my five favorite Giants I've seen in my lifetime. Uh, first one's the GOAT, Barry Bonds. Uh, I mean, just have so many awesome memories going to games with my dad and watching him hit. Um, you know, and even when we weren't at the game, I've never planned my night around when a certain player is coming up like I did with Barry. You know, I was like, okay, got to gotta do some chores. Oh, shoot, Barry's up second next inning. I can't. I'll wait till after he's up. Um, f- next is Will Clark, who's actually my first favorite player as a little kid. You know, but, you know like I said, first started going to games in the late 80s. So Will Clark was the man. Actually, went sounds to, like a plug for Barry Bonds. I feel like you're just trying. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, no, no. Will Clark. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean Will Clark. I, I was gonna say, how are you gonna put? How, why, why, how are you gonna put Barry above Will? Like, I mean, these aren't necessarily any particular, but it's just like <laughs> if you ask me, favorite giant, favorite Barry Bonds. <laughs> you know, so, so now I'm going back to chronological. Order. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, Will Clark, uh, yeah, you know. Went to his last game. The The Chronicle gave away the keep the thrill signs for everyone to hold up, and we didn't keep the thrill. He went to Texas. Uh, but, yeah, always loved watching Will play. Uh, next is uh, Tim Lincecum, the freaky franchise, big-time Timmy Jim. Uh, kind of s- similar-ish to Barry, how, you know, if, if Timmy was pitching, you wanted to be by the TV or you wanted to be at the yard. I mean, the the... the electric feel on uh what a hot five on, seasons, on timmy I mean. days you know on linscombe day it was a different feel at the ballpark for mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. um that was, yeah he radiated i mean yeah. people loved watching Linscombe. i mean he looked like uh, he looked like the normal person out there yeah I mean, he looks yeah. like he, he does he, look he, like yeah he could have been like a high school kid out there <laughs> he and does he, he's mowing it. down miguel cabrera <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Or, you know Pujols or whoever <laughs> anyone but paul goldschmidt yeah you know, yeah, he yeah, down. yeah uh then we got hunter pence uh so, you know, just obviously kind of does his own thing. Uh, and similar, I'm going to roll these two into together, kind of Sergio Romo. So, so Romo and Pence are my last two, just kind of uh, guys who kind of do th- things their own way. Just kind of kind of different cats, which is kind of up my alley. Um, and even to this day, when the if, when the Giants win, so about 70 times a year now, <laughs> my dad texts me, you know, Giants win. And I text him back, that's what's up. That was uh, Sergio <laughs> Romo's catchphrase. Um, he actually, without me even asking him to, that he added that to the game used jersey he signed for me. So he signed it, Sergio Romo, that's what's up. Oh, So that was sad. pretty awesome. Nice. nice. Um, yeah, so those are my top five favorite Giants. Uh, how about you? Who are your... Uh, your favorite I mean, yeah absolutely just doesn't like, have to be five yeah. doesn't have to be all a's but you know i grew up around i mean a lot of mariners fans um i all you know i did like that team but i think you know of course in the early 2000s when i really started just watching that stuff i mean and, and 90s too was the i mean uh, just going off i mean get, coming out of the 90s cal ripkin jr hands down favorite player of all time that i've ever watched play i mean and and he just falls in that iron man category where you're just so impressed that just how how he's a workhorse for 162 games and just his averages um really reflect that he's someone you always want on your team there's there's no reason not to have him in 162 yeah. games a year and perseverance i mean like he's just the uh the role model for perseverance i mean the he, he, there was a game where he got hit and like practically broke his jaw. I mean, he did break his jaw, and he continued to, and he continued to play over at third base. Yeah. Um, and you know, just just that kind of attitude. I feel like that Iron Man sport, which 
you know, a lot of people want to talk about the physicality of baseball and how good baseball players are um, and, and how athletic a baseball player can be. You know, Justin Verlander can talk whatever he wants about, you know, being a pitcher and whether that's athletic or not. But, uh, you know, just like those, those – he was the Iron Man. I mean, he yeah, I mean, really just uh... – He's definitely my favorite non-giant. He, he's got a little story. Uh, Tyler's got a little story about Cal Rip. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> You're trying to get trying to get a ball signed from Cal Rip. Oh yeah. So uh, so really quick though, he is one of my top. He's my favorite non-giant. As Clay mentioned in the first episode, there's about forty bobbleheads, uh, you know, nodding at him right now. <laughs> uh, the only non-giants up here, Clay. If you look up top, oh, there the he rapper, is. There's a Cal Ripken bobblehead, there and then he is next the to back. it, yeah. there's a little plaque with the Iron Men of baseball, and it's Cal oh, Ripken shit. and Lou Gehrig. Only non-giant hey, hey, represented yeah, in right. my little uh, Giants Hall of Fame. Never area. saw him play. Never saw him play. Yeah, uh, but, uh, actually, I, until I moved to the Bay Area, I, when I was a kid, I'd go to some A's games. But then as I got older and I was like, okay, I'm just a Giants fan. You know, coming from Sacramento, we want to just come down for Giants games if we're going to make a day out of it. So, but the last, until I moved down to the Bay, the last uh, games at the Coliseum I actually went to was, uh, I went to two of three of Cal Ripken's last games at uh, the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Because my dad knew he was, you know, one of my favorite players. Um, and Cal was awesome, man. He signed for hours before and after both games. And uh, at one point, I was like, oh, Dad, Cal signing down there. I'm going to be right back. He's like, oh, yeah, good luck. And so just for uh, shits and giggles, he took some photos of the crowd around Cal just to, like, show everyone, like, hey. And so, you know, look at, look at all these people wanting Cal Ripken Jr.'s autograph. And so I get back. This was, like, early digital camera days. My dad's like, oh, here, I took some pictures so you can say you were in there somewhere. And I'm like, no, Dad, I'm right there. He's like, what? I like, that's me. <laughs> and if you zoom in, you see me, like, peeking through the crowd, like, reaching through. And my the I'm holding the ball over the rail. It's literally, like, two feet above Kyle Ripken Jr.'s head. And, unfortunately, I just wasn't Didn't one of the ones that he grabbed. It. Oh, well, you know, it was probably signed for... Beautiful females and babies. That's about it. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I cut you off. Who were some of your no, other no, top anyways, five? Let's I keep this, wanted, I, you know, let's I keep this talk about crazy Power train You can always talk about uh, Yeah, number two, Ichiro. Um, just a slug. I mean, the, talk about just the line drive king. Um, that guy is just so smooth on the plate, and he's so consistent. And it's uh, it was sad last season to watch him go. I mean, I can't believe I mean, was it 42, 43? Yeah, um, it's amazing if you wonder if he would have played his whole career in America, how many hits he would have had. I, I, if you, you add his hits with Japan over to here, he he passed Pete Rose. Yeah, but yeah. they only count the uh, the American base hits. Yeah, talk about just power. I mean, just the power behind those line drives, uh, unbelievable, and, and the speed. Um, anyway, so yeah, the, an Iron Man, you know, the, and I'll I'll throw in my. Uh, possible PED guy. Roger Clemens comes in possible. at number three. Allegedly. <laughs> Alleged PED user. Roger Clemens comes in at number three. And him and Barry Bonds were both up for the uh, Hall of Fame this year, and, and both of them fell short. So that's no some surprise. Yeah, yeah, no surprise I'm there, hoping but. if Barry doesn't make it in again next year, the Giants will sign him to like a 10-day contract. Give him like, <laughs> give him like three, four at bats. Reset that clock. Reset the clock for Barry next year. It's all right. Well, they can they can throw Roger in because you didn't get nobody. But uh. <laughs> do, do you have any A's on your list? Uh, no, because it would be uh, Mark McGuire. I always fucking watched Mark McGuire, but uh, he did, he unfortunately didn't make the cut because of uh, I, I, you know who unfortunately comes in at number four? Who? Randy Johnson. Ooh, do you know what team he was on when he got his 300th career win? That was the Diamondbacks. It was the San Francisco Giants. Oh! Finished his career here. And yeah, the, the big unit. 
That was right after the Diamondbacks. He went over to the Giants. Yeah, came over. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Finished his career with the with the Gigantes. He's from the Bay. I don't know if you know that or from. I didn't know that. I, Roger. I know he does photography. I believe now. it's Livermore. I know he does photography. Big now. units from. Just yeah. love watching that guy pitch. He's like, I mean, just that. he's one of the guys that I actually like. When I was a kid, I would like show up early for batting practice, but just to go sit by the bullpen and watch him throw, just because he was so huge, just to see how fast just, he his pitches looked from up close, and it was just like, how do you even hit that? Yeah, no, absolutely, and that the the beauty of that fastball, and then number five comes in. Someone who was never, ever proven or admitted or thought of doing performance. Never drugs, even Never even about considered it. about it. He's never done anything wrong in his life, Ken Griffey Jr. He did get a little heated sometimes <laughs> and throw the helmet. But the kid, the kid yeah. comes in at number five. I'm just, uh, I, that, that's another Mariner. So I guess all my favorite players growing up were, were Seattle Mariners. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of grew up watching When you were a team. kid up in Montana, where did you... It was the closest team. Were, were they the, the team that was team. on TV? It was the team that was always on. Um, and then, you know, of course, playing in the in the AL with the Yankees. Uh, so I just grew up hating the Yankees and uh, enjoying some people on the Mariners, you know, watching a couple people that, you know, like watching Roger Clemens beat the Yankees in 2001. Um, and Watching Johnson beat the Yankees. Johnson beat the Yankees in 2001 with the Diamondbacks. With, that Clemens was on. Clemens was on that. He was on a lot of Yankees teams. You have a Yankee in your top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got chills. So, yeah, I, for, yeah, I forgot what. Where, we'll we'll where be right Clemens back after playing. Clay changes his pants. No, just kidding. <laughs> keep, keep the train We're rolling. just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Clayton will reconsider his top five for next week, and it'll be all A's players, and they'll all be current people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so just to keep going on, like, some of, you know, the, the best memories and whatnot, um, what are some of the, uh, the best games you've been to in person? Um, I mean, of course, just the the last couple of years, I've I've really had the pleasure of seeing uh, two no hitters um, as a recent A's fan, and I'd say in the last five years of moving to the Bay Area, I really attached onto that team. The fans of the Athletics are so awesome. I think you they, caught on because there were me- as many fans at the Coliseum as there were at those old uh, American <laughs> Legion games. <laughs> yeah, solid. You know, maybe uh, hey, uh, you know, you're giving Montana a lot of credit here, but uh, yeah, let's say the solid two thousand, three thousand people at those games. Uh, but yeah, I had the um, just the pleasure of seeing Manea before his injury throw the no hitter against the Red Sox. Seeing uh, Mike Fires come and win a no hitter after a two hour delay, the lights shut off on the field, and I, I don't know. There's just something um, so optimistic about A's fans, and I think you see that on Twitter and you see that um, live at the games. That there's just a camaraderie and an optimism. I mean, everybody just goes into the season saying World Series, World Series. We know that we don't have a team that would ever be considered by sports analysts a World Series number one favorite, but hey. The Giants in 2012 weren't really considered that way either. Or um, 10. <clears throat> or 12. Or 14. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's uh, it's funny, too. So a couple no-hitters in the books. You saw which ones? The the, the Manea and the Fires. And then, and that's this guy's just uh, sports fans, A's fans. I, I apologize. I you know, haven't been a fan forever, but um, I... You know, I, I like to pick up on teams once they become underdogs. So I think 2015 was a great season to start with the A's, and now that it's 2020, yeah, I mean, you go to the tons of games. Now, I mean, re- they've got one of the highest rookies things. They got a season membership. You got the, the tree pass. Got the tree. It's, uh, it's now the, the full membership. Yeah. I've got a seat. Ooh, got a seat. 
Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> Got a seat. Way up north, 320, you come catch me at the games. I'll see you guys. I'll be way up catch top. Catch me outside. I'll be, I'll be way up top. Um, um, but, yeah, anyway, so latched on to this team. I mean, I, I love the underdogs, and, and I think now that the Warriors are losing, I can actually start watching them. Well, wait until well, – you're picking a good, t- good time then because they're <laughs> the not going to suck. To start they're not going to suck next year, so you can turn <laughs> them around. <laughs> I like Clay Thompson. We share a name. You sp- who spells it wrong, you or him? Uh, him, obviously. Nobody ever spelled Clay as the K. But people ask me, uh, you know, like, what's your relation to Clay Thompson? And I was like, well, he's my son. Clay, Clay Thompson's Clay. son. <laughs> Filipino guys love that so- job. Where's my Filipino son? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've gone to a, a lot of games in my lifetime, so I have a few more than you all. I'll run through them a little quickly just because I, I don't want to leave any of them out. I am still probably am leaving some out. Um, quick one for the A. I've been to an A's game that's memorable. I was at the game where Ricky Henderson tied the all-time Ooh. stolen base record. Lucky man. And then Tony LaRusso pulled him out in the fifth inning and got booed because they wanted to sell out the, <laughs> they wanted to sell out the next game too. Um, I mentioned earlier I went to Will Clark's last game at the Stick. Um, I went to the first win at Pacific Bell Park at the new ballpark. They started out 0-6. Earliest seats my dad and I could get um, were, were the seventh game. Which they ended up uh, getting the win against the Montreal Expos of all teams. So wow. saw the saw the first Tyler's win. Tyler's dating y'all. <laughs> so saw the first win at the ballpark. Um, went to the 2007 All Star game that was at the ballpark. At, oh yeah. And, um, as actually, if you watch the game, they wanted to add all these cameras because it was you know a big national event. So no, on the goes ar- wrong with cameras on the arcade, yeah. On the arcade in right field, if you go back and watch the game, there was this big green stand that they used, that they built on the arcade to have extra cameras there. And uh, my buddy and I from up in SAC, we got standing room only seats, so we came down. We just grabbed a spot underneath that thing because everything everywhere else was kind of filling up, and actually it ended up being the, one of the best spots to be in because uh, it rained a little bit. Or like a, at least a heavy mist, so we were covered by that thing. And uh, a little throwback to your f- favorite b- baseball players in that game, Ichiro hit the only inside the park home run in All Star Game history. So freaking fast over Ken Griffey Jr. Griffey was playing right for the National League because he was up with the Reds at the time. Right, yeah. Ichiro yeah, hits it over, hits it over Griffey's head off the bricks, kicks away from Griffey. And Ichiro just kept running. This might be the only All Star game that anyone remembers. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's no, that's see. crazy. Uh, the Candlestick Park, man, one of the yeah. last ones. I mean, do you do you ever you know remi- reminisce about Candlestick Park? Because I mean, the Coliseum yeah, it was a that, it was a vibe. total shithole. It was. I mean, even for a day game, even for watch day game language here. Sorry, uh, we're trying to watch language on this episode. I'm, uh, yeah, well, I may have and, already messed and that and up. watching some <laughs> other things too. Uh, not going to mention them, but uh, you know, uh, you know, it would have been awesome if. Before they tore it down, they did like an old throwback, like series at the stick kind of thing. But I mean, it was always cold, always windy. Even for day games, I would take a parka and some long johns if we needed them because you just never knew. Um, I'm going skiing, and I like, actually going to that first win at, at Pack Bell at the time is what it was called. Um, my dad and I were like, yeah, this, just, "This just doesn't feel right. We should be going to the stick right now." And then we walked in and saw the park, and we're like, "No, we're good." <laughs> um, really quick, some up, some last few games. I went uh, one of the only playoff games i've been to the 2014 nlcs game three mm-hmm. uh gregor blanco recently retired uh put a bunt down 
uh, that was thrown away down the right field line. The winning run scored, and everyone went home happy that day, except for the St. Louis Cardinals. Except for the Cards. Um, and then I went. I saw Barry Bonds' 756th home run in person, passing the great Hank Aaron. Uh, just luck of the draw. I know a lot of people were paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get in that day. At the beginning of that year, my dad and I just bought a six-pack of seats, and that just happened to be the sixth game in our six-pack. So I paid. Well, you I, had to know a little bit that that I, home run might yeah, be coming he, up. He knew, <laughs> but I mean, because I mean, he went a, like a week and a half uh, after seven, after he tied the record. He went like a week and right, a half right, right, before he a- broke it. Um, and so I, most people paid hundreds of dollars. I paid six dollars to see Barry Bonds <laughs> break the record. You heard um, first. And then I've been to both eighteen inning games at Oracle Park. Uh, the first one was back in about, I want to say it was oh one ish. Don't quote me on that. Um, but uh, I know Vo- it was back when Vogelsong was on the team the first time. It ended up being a one nothing eighteen inning game. The Giants lost. That was brutal. And then I went to an 18-inning game last year that some of you might know me from on Twitter. I became a human K because the Giants used all that they... I'm surprised that's not number one. They, well, I'm, just, I'm just going kind of chronologically, bouncing around a little bit. But this is the last one I'm going to talk about because mm-hmm. it's you know recent. It was a lot of fun. Uh, they, had tw- they have 21 K boards. They ran out of Ks. And I was just like, you know what? Like There hadn't been any scoring in like seven or eight innings. No, I don't think the Giants had scored in, like, 11 innings by that point. Um, and so I was like, you know, like, it was starting to get really quiet. People were just, like, trying not to fall asleep. And I was like, I'm just, if they fill up that board and they get another strike, I'm going to go stand up there. Maybe that will at least, like, make everyone in the ballpark laugh and kind of pick up the spirits. And you know, did that. Had a couple people I didn't even know join me because they struck out two more. Walk off the next inning. Uh, got a, a shirt made in the whole nine. Got to talk to the Amy Gutierrez. I'm hoping to see a lot of. I mean, after last year, the, the, it was a walk off season last year. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think I've seen any more walk off games and just high scoring games. It's been it's been kind of. I, I don't know. Uh, it'll be nice, and it'll be nice to see uh, some slugging this next year. Yeah. Um, start moving on from uh, the favorites. Uh, uh, you want get a couple things you want to close off with? Uh, I mean, of course. Yeah. So we have one fan question. We I want to make sure we get to. Oh, and there are there were some other get to know us kind of things, but hopefully you got a good sense of us now. Um, we just love baseball. Yeah. Yeah. You we know? do. Um, so from uh, listener Stephen Bab at Bab Sports, that's B A B B Sports on the Twitter.com. Capital B, capital S. Um, capital A. Capital BS. Um, <laughs> so he, he asked, you know, with the Giants bringing back former old veteran fan favorites like Hunter and Panda, if the A's were going to do something similar, who would you want them to bring back? So a couple of veterans still playing somewhere. Who would you want them to bring back? I, I was really, really hoping that they would put uh, Jed Lowry back in second. I mean, they, they have five guys really competing for that position this year. You got uh, Barreto's going to get another chance. Mateo's going to get another chance. Um, but it's it's kind of iffy. I mean, and it's hard to compare it to the rest of the infield. But um, I would have liked to see the the nerd <laughs> come back. And Sonar. I mean, and, and yeah, no, no, uh, they called Lowry the nerd because oh, he right. had so he always wore glasses. It was an A's Coliseum. It was an A's Coliseum. Okay. They call Lowry the nerd, and I'm going to now have to you know, double-check and fact-check. Thanks, Tyler, for questioning me during the podcast. In the last three minutes, now I'm going to get all... No, I, I, um, honestly, I, I, yeah, veterans are a really good thing for the team, and, and I think that's why they um, 
I, I didn't see Fagley whether or not they're extending that contract, but I think Josh Fagley's an excellent catcher and, and definitely um, showed his worth last year. I mean, he was getting doubles pretty consistently. Um, they are trading him out for Sean Murphy. They want that 25-year-old young talent, but, um, you know, knowledge is knowledge, and, and, and if that's power, then then you really need to stick those guys around. I mean, hopefully Fires will be that guy for these new guys coming in um, in the pitching rotation and the the prospects that we we hope them to be. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hope that uh, answer satisfies you, Stephen Babb. Stephen Babb. Thank you for the the at question. Me, we at me next it. time. <laughs> he added the pod. He added <laughs> the podcast. Yeah, it's awesome. all good. And then, so one other quick question to hit on. I, I was uh, on MLB trade rumors yesterday. They do a chat, you know, a couple times a week. Someone threw this out to the expert, so I want to see what uh, what Clay thinks. Jesus Lozardo and Matt Chapman for Ronald Acuna Jr. Who says no? Well, are the A's saying no? You wouldn't A's, do that. A's say no. I mean, no, no way do the A's ever look at anything seven years down the road, um, and that's just fairly consistent. They don't even the know what city they're going to be. They don't even know where years. they're going to be in twenty twenty seven. So to think of somebody of the caliber of Ronald Acuna Jr., I really, I mean, I think he's going to be one of the great talents in the next couple of years. Um, yes, it'd be fun to watch him every game in Oakland, uh, but do I think he's the right fit for the team? No. Um, with the center field that's consistent, like the one that you have right now, I mean, you have Kana, you've got Ramon Laureano, you've got um, just a handful of guys that can really run the outfield, and I think will look great next year. I mean, they're really consistent hitters, and for a quarter of the price um and you know if i i don't think the a's would ever consider a hundred million dollars over eight years because i don't think they think they could afford it um and especially with you know being a prospect team they're basically the farm league for everybody else so why would you pick up somebody so hot um so that's just that's my throw in in the magical world that the a's are suddenly (laughs) spending money on all-star players yes bring on akuna and the the Blue Jays would probably be better off with a couple new rookies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think they'd say yes because I don't know if they want to pay that. I mean, I don't see the Blue Jays going to the, the Braves. Oh no! I thought wasn't he on the Blue Jays last year? No, I'm thinking of Guerrero. Yeah, wrong junior. I'm thinking of the other junior, the Vlad machine. So now we're going. Okay, so uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the Vlad, um, I'd take Guerrero, <laughs> 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 for the same price point. It ain't gonna happen. Oh, Don't right. give me any juniors. Yeah, no junior. A junior free. <laughs> junior free. Junior free is the way for me. Um, <laughs> we like rookies, not juniors. And then you, uh, this nugget came out. Uh, we have uh, Ricky Henderson and Bruce Bochy going to the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, congratulations, guys. Uh, you're yeah, already um, Hall of uh, Famers. Big, big accomplishment <laughs> for Boch. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised you know, Ricky wasn't even in already, but... I want to hear more Bochi impersonations throughout the rest of this yeah. podcast season uh, from Tyler. This podcast season, okay. I, I don't do a lot of impersonations on cue, but I can hit them when I feel them, and so I'll do that. We're going to try and push up um, the yeah, inner Congrats Bochy. to two of the best for each organization. Ricky, obviously an all-time A. Bochi, the, uh, the leader of leaders for the San Francisco Giants. I mean, really. And I, mean, I think our next topic, we're going to have to just... If you get me going Last on, threat. if you if you get me going on Rob Manfred right now, we'll be here for another half an hour. So I'm just gonna, for, I'm just gonna say it's bullshit. Check, follow me and Clay. We are we haven't mentioned this yet, but follow us on Twitter. I'm yeah. at that guy Tyler T Y L O R, and I'm at Clayton, not Cletus. 
And uh, yeah, so if you follow me on Twitter, you'll you'll see some of my thoughts on our great commissioner. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I think three, he, I just want to just throw out the he's three better minimums. Three three better minimums. This bullshit yeah. rule. And I was telling Tyler, I had an attractive girl at the bar the other night. You know, I had, we were talking baseball, and I was telling her about the podcast, and she said, and I said. Uh, you know, if you were to change one rule and or change something about baseball, you know, what would you do? And she said, well, I'd make the season shorter. And I immediately found her unattractive and, and puked in my shirt and, and, and ran out of the bar immediately um, and cried. Um, no, I... <laughs> he didn't cry. That part was but a I, lot. The crying was a lot. No, the crying was true. No, but the... <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I mean, what I I think it's a joke. I don't think I change anything about baseball other than uh, getting rid of cheating. Yeah. <laughs> and then one last thing to touch on: the Dodgers got Mookie Betts, and they suck. Yeah, I don't. You know, they finally sorry. got the trade done. Dodgers suck. I'm excited not to watch Mookie next year. If there's two things. If there's one thing, me and Clay agree on is that we hate the Dodgers. Dodgers Absolutely. suck. Yep. Thank you for listening. We are <laughs> Bay Bay Baseball, and uh, we'll get at you with another podcast. And a special, special thank special you. Special thank you to our special friend, Hurricane, Hurricane Chris. Chris. Best rapper alive. <laughs> thank you, guys. We'll get you next time. Hey,